Today we have guest Alicia, an empowerment coach and embodied yoga teacher who is also a human design expert. I have been absolutely fascinated with human design for a little over a year. My life coach and my therapist introduced me to a little bit of what human design is about when I was battling cancer. I have found the perfect person to tell us what is human design. So let's go. Welcome to Living My Restless Life podcast. I'm your host, HPG. In season two, you'll continue to hear about how we can heal no matter what we go through, some tips and truths for self-improvement, and some little nuggets of wisdom for finding yourself on your path. I'll be hosting some mini-sodes, interviewing some awesome guests, and of course, some episodes with my occasional co-host, Martha. So let's go. Alicia, what is human design? So human design is a system. It's a framework for getting to understand yourself better and to essentially understand your unique energy because um, every single person is unique in their energetic blueprint, in their energetic makeup. And knowing that information can really make life so much easier because you learn how to navigate with your energy rather than go against it and make everything more challenging for yourself. So human design is a combination of a few different systems. It was created by a man called Ra Uruhu, very interesting name. And he combined the principles of the Chinese I Ching system uh, of astrology, Western astrology, of the Kabbalah, of the Hindu Brahman chakra system, and uh, a little bit of quantum physics. So he took all of these different systems, combined them into one, and came up with human design, this, this framework that we use. And according to human design, there are five main energetic types walking around on this planet. And then once you know your type, you're able to go very, very detailed, actually, in the amount of information that is in your chart. And your information will tell you things like um, how, how your energy works, what the best career is for you, how to interact with other people, where your boundaries need to be, what to need, what you need to look out for, um, everything from ideal uh, meal times to what you should be doing in your environment, to the way that you learn, to the way that you manifest. All this kind of information can be brought to light through human design. That's fascinating. I have so many questions. My first question is how do folks know what their human design type is. So what you'll need to do is you'll need to go online and find a body graph or a free human design chart. It's known as a body graph. And you'll need to type in your date of birth, your location that you were born, and your time of birth. And from there, you'll get the picture of your human design chart It'll look really confusing, especially if you don't understand what it all means. But usually on the side, they will say a type. And that type 
is where you start. That is one of the five types. And that will indicate you to you whether you are a manifester, a generator, a manifesting generator, a projector, or a reflector. So there are five types. According to what I discovered in my test, I am a generator. And I've used this very loosely and lightly with my therapist as a tool to kind of start getting to know what that means and how that shows up for me in my life and navigating with my family. My daughter is also a generator. So tell us a little bit about the generator and just a little brief overview about what being a generator means. The generators are pretty powerful energetic beings. Um, What defines a generator is that they have a defined sacral center. And if you look at the chart of the body graph, you'll see all these different colored shapes inside the, the human figure. And the second square from the bottom will be colored in. And that is the sacral center. This is essentially life force energy. So as a generator, you have this incredible amount of energy, really. Like you guys can keep going when other people cannot. Like it's, it's a really powerful energy. Generators are here to create, to build, to make the world a better place. They create new products or new things or beautiful pieces of art they create to uplift the world and essentially create a sort of heaven on earth that's that's their purpose here on this planet and they have an incredible amount of energy to do so however if that energy is not aligned to what they're truly passionate about aligned to their soul purpose, aligned to what their energy is telling them is right for them, that energy will run out. So I hear this a lot like, oh, generators, they're kind of, you know, indestructible and they can work 60 hour weeks and then go out and they don't have a problem. Like they can work really, really hard. Mm -mm. Yes. Well, they can. If it's aligned to what they should be doing, if it's aligned to their soul purpose, if what they're doing lights them up and makes them happy, yes, they have so much energy that they can pour into that. If they are out of alignment, so maybe they're working in a job that just doesn't fulfill them and they don't really see the point of it and it it will start to drain that energy and they will sort of almost sleepwalk through life like a zombie. They're getting things done, but they're not, they're not passionate about it. And it starts to drain their energy. So yes, generators can burn out absolutely when their energy is not aligned. What does rest look like for a generator? Yes. Well, this can be a little bit tricky because you guys have so much energy. Um, it can create, well, especially in our society, it creates this idea of, I have to be productive all the time. And if I'm not productive with my work, then I have to have a full social calendar and all these different activities and go, go, go and do, do, do. And that's all wonderful. But of course, the human body is not a machine (laughs) and needs rest and needs to find ways to replenish their energy. So depending on your unique chart, 
um, that would give a little bit more indication into what activities specifically you need to focus on. But in general, I would say with generators, they need to allow themselves to rest and to do activities they enjoy that relax them and that these activities have no end goal whatsoever. So it's not a side hustle. It's not to make money. It's not to achieve anything. It's just for the pure enjoyment of that activity. So this could be something creative. It could have to do with movement. It could do with um, sightseeing, you know, bird watching or whatever kind of activity, reading, learning, anything that you enjoy just for the pure enjoyment of it. So for example, you wouldn't read a book to learn something. You would read a book with just with a beautiful story that you just enjoy. So there's a little bit of a difference. So yeah, generators need to have time um, to do what they love outside of work um, and to practice slowing down because they're so used to going really, really fast. So to practice slowing down, to practice being present in the moment and just letting themselves rest and relax. If they spend an afternoon lying on the couch, it's fine. You know, <laughs> like it's okay. They don't have to be productive all the time. They don't have to be doing all the time. They can just let themselves be. Yeah. I think you just spoke to my entire soul and being. That is <laughs> really, really helpful. Could you give a brief description of the other four types? Yes, of course. Okay, let's just, for example, imagine that we live in a society where everybody is aligned to their design. So they understand their type and they're living in alignment to that type and to that energy. So we would start with the manifestors. The manifestors are the pharaoh, let's say, person in charge. So manifestors are very unique because they are the only energetic type that can initiate. They... um they get inspired to do something and they can go do it. So for example, the Pharaoh might sit there, they're looking around, they can see the bigger picture of the whole society. And they say, you know what? I'm inspired. I want to build a library. That'd be so great. Let's build a library. I'm really excited about that. But the Pharaoh doesn't actually go and build the library. The Pharaoh has all the ideas. It starts to put something into motion and then hands it over to most likely the generators and the manifesting generators to fill out, to keep, to actually build the library and keep it going. So manifestors are very entrepreneurial types. They get inspired. They start a company. They start a project and they move very quickly and then sort of halfway through, they lose interest and they don't want to finish it. So the best thing for them would be to sell off the company or give the project to someone else for, for other people to finish and focus on the details. And then they're on to the next thing and the next thing. So actually the creator of human design, Ra Uruhu, he was a manifester and created this new system. But now the rest of us are working it through and applying it and teaching it to other people. He wasn't the one to teach it to the whole world. That's what other people are going to do. They're going to now carry it on for him. So the manifester is the entrepreneurial initiate, initiator. Then we have the generators and the manifesting generators. And 
Manifesting generators and generators are very similar. They have that very strong energy and they need to wait to respond wait to respond. So while the manifester can initiate and start things, the generators and the manifesting generators, they wait for an opportunity to come to them. And then they feel, hmm, is this a yes or a no for me? So they're much more relaxed. They don't actually have to go out and make things happen. The happier they are, the more they live in alignment with the design, the more opportunities come to them and they just feel if it's a yes or a no. So generators are here to build and to create and to uplift the world with their amazing energy. And manifesting generators are very similar, but they're multi-passionate. So, so manifesting generators are like butterflies. They go from one flower to the next, to the next. They're like, ooh, I want to do this. Now I want to do this. Now I want to do this. And they kind of show us that you don't have to do things in a linear way, that you can follow your passion and life can look a lot more fluid. So that's the person in your life who one minute they're an air hostess and then they decide to become a best-selling author. And then they want to start a company selling soap. And then they want to, you know, like they, they're doing multiple projects at the same time that seem very different and unrelated, but that's what they're supposed to do. So if you're a manifesting generator and someone tells you, please just pick one career, ignore that. You're not supposed to <laughs> let your interests guide you. <laughs> I have a family member that is very close to me that's a manifesting generator and that mm -hmm. really resonates. Yeah. That's yeah, fascinating. They're, they're wonderful, multi-passionate people. It's it's really nice. Then we have the projectors. So what the Pharaoh says, I want to build the library. The generators and the manifesting generators are building the library. They're creating it. And then the projectors are the guides. So the projector would observe all of this and they would say, oh, careful guys, there's actually a better way of doing this. You're running into a problem. I know how to fix the problem. So projectors are teachers and they're guides. They have incredible insight. They can see things that people don't see very easily. They're very good at solving problems. Um, and and their, their energy really almost penetrates other people. It's like if someone's talking to you, you're like, oh, I know how to solve your problem. I know what's going on with you emotionally. I know what you're dealing with. Um, so projectors make amazing coaches and teachers and guides, uh, but projectors have to wait to be invited. So they can't just go up to people and say, I'm going to give you all of this advice and this is how you should fix your life because nobody likes that. <laughs> so projectors, they have to wait until someone recognizes them and asks them, hey, can you share your beautiful wisdom and your insight? Um, can you help us with the library? What do you think we should change? Is this the best way to do it? Is there an easier solution? We would ask the projector. And then finally, we have the reflectors and reflectors are non-energy types. So all of their centers are open and the reflector would come in once the library was completely built and they would stand in the middle of the room and they go, hmm, I feel like we need to add some plants to make it a little bit more cozy. I feel we need more light. We need, we need fabrics that make people feel comfortable. So they reflect their environment. They feel what's going on in the collective. They feel what other people feel. They, they're kind of like big feedback stations. Um, 
if you're ever doing a market research survey or a questionnaire in a company, you want to ask a reflector because they've got very accurate insight of what's happening in the environment. Um, a friend of mine, she went traveling with her friend who was a reflector and they would get off the bus in a new place. And her friend would say, mm, I don't really like it here. It was like, okay, we're leaving because she can feel what's going on in that space, right? She's like, okay, we're leaving, get back on the bus, keep going. And then they would end up in another town and her reflector friend said, oh, I really like it here. Yeah, cool, we're gonna stay because she can feel the energy of the place. She can feel the energy of the people. Um, yeah, she's kind of like a big mirror actually. So those are the main five types. And then of course, within that, there are all different nuances um, it gets very, very unique and specific and tailored to you. So in the specification of your type, once you take a deeper dive, that's where you would do more of the work around the boundaries and the foods that you eat and possibly career paths? Yeah. So one of the main things actually that's very, very valuable is understanding your uh, authority and your strategy. So the strategy is a little bit what I mentioned before of what is the easiest path for you to manage your energy. So uh, manifestors, yes, they can initiate, they can start things. Their strategy is actually to inform other people. Because they move so fast, it can make other people feel really uncomfortable and nervous because what is this person doing? Um, so to make everything easier for them, they need to inform other people. This is the plan. Don't worry. I've thought it all through. This is what's happening. And that's not to ask permission or validation or anyone's opinion. It's more just to let the people around them know what they plan to do so that there's no shock basically, because when people are shocked, then they start pulling on the manifestor saying, what are you doing? What are you doing? Oh no, oh no. And, and that starts to distort the energy. So to avoid that, inform. For the generators and the manifesting generators, their strategy is to respond. So they are living their best lives and opportunity comes towards them. And then they feel, is this a yes or a no? And this is really important because once they commit their energy, it has to finish and follow through. It doesn't really work when they quit halfway. So generators need to have very strong boundaries and a very clear connection to themselves to understand what is right for me and that they're making this decision based on what's right for them, not what other people expect of them, not what you quote unquote should or shouldn't do, not any people pleasing or anything like that. It has to be aligned to their soul, to their energy. Um, and then that's the right decision for them. So people pleasers, this can be very challenging because the condition is you're so used to doing things for the benefit of other people and putting your needs last. And as a generator and a manifesting generator, it is very, very important to listen to yourself first to make the right decision. So let's take a little break. Feel free to let us know what topics you'd like to see covered in future episodes. Get in touch by heading over to According to HPG on Instagram 
and be sure to tell your friends about the show. There was a time when I thought I could record, edit, and publish everything myself. Seeing as this left me very little time for anything else, I started to lose the standard of quality I was used to. Then I found Jay. In less than a day, the show went from so-so to amazing. Don't sacrifice quality for mediocrity. Check out the podcast mechanic and take your sound to the next level. Connect with Jay today at the podcast mechanic on Instagram. Let him know HPG sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. I have a question. Tell me what happens if a generator is out of their alignment and they are saying yes to things and putting their energy into projects, careers. What are like the consequences of when they're not listening to the heck yes or heck no? The first indication that a generator or a manifesting generator is saying yes when they mean no is frustration. They're going to start to feel frustrated. It's going to feel like everyone is taking their energy. They're annoyed. They're getting resentful. They're stressed. Um, they're just, they feel like they don't have control over their own lives. And it's almost like they're on autopilot and they just feel like, well, what is this for life? Like, I'm, I'm not happy. I, I don't get any sense of purpose. It, it just, it makes them feel incredibly frustrated. And when a generator or a manifesting generator is in a career that's not aligned to them is, um, we'll just use that as an example. It's, it's kind of like they're dragging themselves to work. They can, you know, and they sit down, they can do it. They can push and they can force themselves, but they're getting more and more unhappy and they're just getting more irritated and frustrated and in a bad cranky mood. And it's because that energy is starting to drain. So they're starting to feel exhausted and they come home depleted and they don't have energy for anything else. And that, that, yeah, they get very frustrated with their lives and they can burn out for sure. Definitely. Um, and it's, it's a good indication because, uh, when generators are doing work that they love, they just feel the sense of satisfaction. They just feel at the end of the day, it's a good day. You know, like life is good and everything feels good. And I love the people around me. I love what I do. Life is good. I just enjoy life. And the opposite is, oh yeah, I'm saying yes to things I, I don't actually want to do. So there's that, that frustration can show up in relationships as well. It's sort of like, um, it can feel like, oh, people just take from me and they never give back and I'm being taken advantage of and people don't respect me and, you know, oh, this person's calling me again. And so that resentment starts to fester under in these relationships. And it's not the other person's fault because you said yes, right? <laughs> like, um, so that, that frustration gets pointed out to other things, but it's really towards yourself of not, not listening to yourself and not 
honoring your yes and honoring your no. So moving on to the rest of the types in the examples that we were talking about prior the strategy. So the projector strategy is to wait to be invited. And this is something that I touched on before. Um, projectors are amazing. They have so much wisdom and insight. They really want to help people. They want to improve things. And they get very bitter when they offer their suggestions or they offer their advice and people don't ignore it. That that just makes a projector feel very, very bitter and unseen and unappreciated and unvalued. But it's because people don't like it when you just randomly go up to them and say, hey, this and this and this is wrong. This is how you should fix it. It's like, who asked you? You know what I mean? Like some people don't want to hear that. So a projector really needs to wait to be invited. Um, And this can be tricky, especially with projector entrepreneurs, right? Because they want to market their services and they think, well, what do I do now? Do I just wait until someone invites me? Like, what do I just wait around all day? What do I do? And I always tell the projectors, think of yourself like a lighthouse. So you're just standing there and you're saying, this is what I do. This is what I do. And this is what I love. And you're just shining that light out. And then whoever comes up to you and says, wow, tell me more about that that's an invitation, right? That's, please tell me, uh, I would love your help. What's your advice? And then they can share their amazing um, wisdom. So projectors, if you're an entrepreneur, do not cold DM people and try to sell your advice. Just don't do it. It's not going to (laughs) work. Do not listen to that marketing advice. It is the worst thing a projector can do. And then with the reflectors, um, their strategy is to wait for a lunar cycle. And this can be a little bit challenging because we live in a very fast-paced society. But reflectors, because they are so open and because they feel so much of other people's energy, they are encouraged to wait an entire lunar cycle, so about 28 days, before they make a big life decision. So they really need to give themselves that time to feel through all the different emotions and to, to, to come to a, a truth and a clarity of what is right for them, because they can be so easily influenced by other people's opinions and other people's fears and other people's blah, 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 that they just need time to feel into themselves to find the right decision for them. Have you noticed? that certain types are gravitated to one another in partnerships, relationships? Have you noticed a pattern with that? I've seen a lot of generators with projectors, which is a very interesting combination because generators have a lot of energy and projectors do not. Projectors need a lot of rest and a lot of downtime they just they they can't keep up with the generator in fact when they try to live like a generator they burn out which is exactly what happened to me <laughs> um but i see a lot of generators together um generators and manifestors generators and manifesting generators um yeah i've seen kind of all different uh matches it's it's Nice to see how the types can work together. And especially if someone does an energetic blueprint with me, um, 
straight away they want their partner to do it as well so they're like let's let's look into each other's energy and let's understand how each of our energies work right so that we can we know how to navigate things we know what to expect and we don't judge the other person or critique them based on our own energy um thinking for example like if a generator is a man with a with a projector they, they might not understand why do you need so much sleep and why do you need to rest and why are you tired all the time? What's wrong with you? Come on, like, let's go do this. They don't understand that the energy just works differently. So when you understand that, then it can be really, really helpful. What about two generators together? What, what have you seen that look like? Two generators together are powerhouses. <laughs> But it's really interesting because both of them need to respond. So it can be a little bit, um, it, can, it can bring some things into question of who's leading and initiating because both of them are waiting for something so that they can respond to. <laughs> so um, yeah, some people can get a little bit too locked into it. Um, what I mean is, is sometimes when we find out this information, we take it very black and white and we think, oh, okay, now I, I can only respond to things and it becomes very limited and restricted. Um, and there is, there is a bit of flexibility in the structure and everything about your design is there intended to support you and help you and make your life easier. But two generators together, they have a lot of energy. They are wow they're just big 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 sunshines of life they they love to go out and do things and experience the world and their calendars are very full and they're always working on a passion project and um yeah they can they can do a lot actually they they can achieve a lot together it's it's quite nice uh, to have generators together they get very excited <laughs> they kind of feed off each other's energy in that sense you know they lift each other up when they're in alignment of course when they're in alignment when they're out of alignment what does that look like when they're out of alignment a generator out of alignment is frustrated and so there's tension and as i said before a lot of the time that that frustration goes outwards and so other people are to blame or my work is to blame or the, the world is to blame and so if you have two generators who are out of alignment there's going to be conflict they're going to um snap at each other they're gonna have no patience for each other they're um gonna be easily annoyed and they, they probably put a lot of blame on the other person for why they're feeling unhappy and and almost expect the other person to fix it in a way because that is that responding waiting for that responding energy right waiting for something to come to you and then you say yes or no um when generators are in alignment they 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 just feel a sense of satisfaction they're so grateful they're so happy and when one is aligned and the other is not there is an opportunity to inspire the other generator to inspire them to really listen to themselves and find their purpose and find their passion and choose a path that's right for them and to practice setting boundaries right and healing that disease to please and building that confidence within themselves that yes i can trust myself i can trust my guidance i can trust my energy i know what i'm doing i can trust myself to make the right decisions for me and 
sometimes generators, they can feel like, oh, I have to wait to respond. Oh my God, what if, what if no opportunity comes? You know, like, what if I miss the boat? And they need to understand that the more in alignment they are, the happier they are, the more magnetic their energy is, and the more opportunities they pull towards them. Generators are really designed to live in the present moment. That's, that's their magic. So um, it doesn't really make sense for a generator's energy to worry about the future because the future is just another present moment that they will respond to in the now, right? Is this yes? Is this no? Is this yes? Is this no? Is this yes? Is this no? So they can try to plan or worry about the future, but in the end, that's going to be a moment where they'll feel in the moment, is this a yes or a no? So generators and manifesting generators really need to focus on being present, enjoying the present moment, and creating a life that feels good to them, that fills them up, that gives them so much joy because they have such an innate capacity, so much energy they can use to funnel that into their purpose, right? To make the world better. Um, and when a generator is in alignment, I mean, they're very happy people and they just cheer up everyone around them. They lift everybody up. It's a, it's a beautiful energy to be around. But when they're not out of alignment, oh my God, they suck it all out, right? Like it's a dark cloud and oh, like no, yeah, it affects the whole room. <laughs> I am so fascinated and I can't wait to learn more. Tell me how you got into human design and how you incorporate this in, in your work with folks. So as I mentioned, I went through a very intense burnout very extreme that lasted about two years and it was an incredibly devastating period because i had lost everything i worked so hard for up until that point everything was gone the career the relationship all the friendships the um the fitness the health everything was gone so i i really hit rock bottom and and had to start again basically and in that process, I started to rebuild a relationship with my body because up until that point, I had used my body as a machine to get me to achieve things. That's all my body was for. I didn't listen to my body. I didn't listen to my intuition. I didn't respect my body um, when she was telling me, I need to eat more. I need to sleep more. I need this or this or that. No, come on, keep going, keep going, push, push, push. So part of my healing process was to build a relationship and to listen to my body and really honor the messages that I was getting. I actually made a promise to myself of, okay, from now on, we're going to do things your way. Like I'm, we're on the same team. I'm going to do things how you want to do it. So I went through, um, I of course had a yoga teaching background. And so I used yoga as a way to build that connection. And I started to study energy and try to understand what had happened here. Um, and I was Googling actually, and all of a sudden human design came up and I looked at it and it said something about, yeah, these types are more likely to experience burnout. And I thought, oh my God. So I quickly went and checked my graph and I found out I was a projector and it said, yeah, you don't have this energy. And first I got very depressed <laughs> because I wanted to be a generator. Um, and 
I uh, had a session with a human design reader and she kind of explained my chart and I continued to study it. And as I started my coaching business, I thought, wow, this has really impacted. It, it changed the way that I lived my life, um, the way that I everything has been actually influenced by human design. And so when I coach clients, the first session is I go through their chart with them. And it not only helps me understand how we need to navigate throughout the coaching container, because what their energy is like and what's best for them, but it just gives them this really valuable information and that really empowers them and gives them a lot of clarity, confirmation, and direction. The number one thing everyone has said to me is, oh, there's nothing wrong with me. I get to be myself because so much in our society says we're all the same. We all have to do the same thing, right? We all have to act and behave the same way and achieve the same things. And we're just not the same at all. Our energy is very, very different. So I believe if everyone knew their design, we'd be a lot happier. We'd be a lot less stressed. And um, yeah, we wouldn't have so many of the mental health issues that we have right now as well. So yeah, this is, I love to use um, human design in my coaching. I also offer just one-off sessions, energetic blueprints, but it's immensely valuable, immensely valuable. Just understanding myself as a projector, understanding that I don't have sustainable energy, that I need rest, um, that I have to structure my days differently so that I get enough downtime um, in the way that I market my business, that certain traditional marketing methods are just not going to work for my energy. So uh, knowing how to navigate that in the best way and um, yeah, finding my purpose as a teacher and a guide and a coach is like perfect for projectors. It's like kind of what they're here to do. So yeah, it's, it's helped me immensely and it's helped my clients immensely, which I'm really happy. Yeah. I'm so glad that you came on the show today. I feel really empowered and excited to learn more about human design and make that all of this energy that I have work to help me live into my purpose. I mean, once you know this, like you said, you use it to your advantage, right? And then you also know, okay, my boundaries have to be very clear and strong, right? I have to um, know what decisions are right for me and not just say yes to everything because people ask me, right? I have to really feel into, is this right for me? Is this something I want to do? Is this something I want to commit my energy and my time to? Yes, I'm so fascinated. I'm so excited. Thank you so much for being on the show. Um, can you tell folks briefly how to find you if they want to connect and learn more about human design? Yeah, of course. So uh, you can find me at uh, my website is www.aliciainspired.com. And I'm also on Instagram, alicia.inspired. There's a little dot in between the two. Um, yeah, well, come into my world. Come ask me any questions. I love talking about human design and I love empowering people to understand their own energy and for them to respect their energy. It's, uh, it's a game changer. Thank you for listening to this episode of Living My Breastless Life. Head over to Instagram and follow According to HPG to stay connected to the show. Go get your mammograms.